Praise the Lord. Good morning. Once again, such a pleasure, a blessing to be back again with you this morning. Such a blessing. Hallelujah. I believe you are doing well and waxing strong in the grace of God. We established by the grace of God that Abraham was a man of stature. A man of stature before kings, before his family, before his people in his days. With 318 men, slaves, burned and trained in his house, Abraham went after the enemy and delivered a whole nation from the captivity of their enemies. He rescued his brother Lot and brought back the people and their goods without any expectation or sense of entitlement. It takes stature to risk your life and not take an offer proposed to you to acknowledge and compensate you for your hard work. The king of Sodom offered to take the souls in exchange for the recovered goods. But Abraham humbly declined. Not because he had no need of them, but because he had Convenanted himself with the Lord God Almighty, possessor of heaven and the earth. He said, I have raised my hands to God and as a result, not even a shoelace would be taken from the recovered spoils of Sodom. Abraham, Abraham was a man of stature, friend of God. As a friend of God, James 2 verse 23, the Bible says, And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. Abraham was called the friend of God. That is stature. When you come to a dimension in the spirit where you believe God so much so that you are called a friend of God by reason of your confidence, by reason of your trust, by reason of your absolute and total reliance upon God's word. Abraham, a man of multi-dimensional stature. He was an intercessor. Genesis chapter 18, the Bible says, And the Lord said, verse 17, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? My goodness, how can a man grow to the realm of this spiritual status where God cannot hide anything from him? That's the realm you should desire, my friend. He says, since Abraham, verse 18, shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. Can you see God speaking of Abraham? Behind his back, he said, Abraham shall surely the way he has comported himself, the way he seeks my face, the way he believes my word, I can guarantee without a doubt that he will surely, surely become a great and mighty nation. For I have known him, verse 19, in order that he may command his children and his household after him that they keep 
the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. Abraham was a friend of God. Abraham, an intercessor. Abraham, a prophet of God. Not a self-acclaimed prophet like we have in our generation. Not a self-acclaimed intercessor as we have in our generation. But one recognized. In fact, Abraham never introduced himself as a prophet. It was not recorded in scripture as far as I'm concerned. If you find one, please share with me and I will learn from that. But as far as I have studied and I've read, Abraham never introduced himself as a prophet. The first introduction of a man as a prophet of God was done by God and not by man. If you carry yourself up and down, I'm a prophet, I'm a prophet, I'm a prophet, then your example, in fact, as a matter of fact, you are not a man of stature. A prophet of God is introduced by God. Genesis 20 verse 6, and God said to him in a dream, Abimelech, yes, I know that you did this in the integrity of your heart, for I also withheld you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her, Sarah, the wife of Abraham, verse 7. Now, therefore, restore the man's wife, for he is a prophet. He is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you shall live. But if you do not restore her, know that you shall surely die, you and all who are yours. That is stature. That is stature. That is a realm where you don't pray for your enemies to die. That is a realm where you are not knocking your head against the wall and shouting and crying about the enemy. You are, that is a realm you can attain. That is a stature in God that you can come to. The fullness of the measure of the stature of Christ where witchcraft and wizard and, and voodoo priest and voodoo man will not be the challenge and be the subject and the focus of your prayer. There is a realm that men can attain where God will appear to your enemy himself to introduce you to the enemy, to tell who you are, to reveal your spiritual stature to the enemy. There is a realm where you are not the one talking about yourself. It's God himself speaking about you. Can you hear what the Lord said? He said, restore to demand his wife for he is a prophet and he will pray for you and you shall live my goodness a man of stature abraham a man of financial stature a man of stature in wealth genesis 13 verse 1 to 4 then abraham went up from egypt he and his wife and all that he had and lot with him to the south. Verse 2, Abraham was very rich in livestock, in silver and in gold. Abraham or Abram was very rich in livestock, in silver and in gold. And he went on his journey from the south as far as Bethel to the place where his tent had been been at the beginning between Bethel and Ai to the place of the altar which he had made there at first and there Abraham called on the name of the Lord. Our father Abraham was a man of stature in wealth, 
God increased him so much that he was very rich in livestock. Not only in livestock, in silver and in gold. God blessed him. God increased him. God increased his stature. Abraham dug wells of water. He lacked nothing. Nothing. Nothing that money could buy. Yet, he did not build a house for himself. He lived in a tent. Our father Abraham lived in a tent. The wealth did not move him. It takes stature to accumulate wealth and not be controlled by it. With all his wealth, he had a greater desire. The Bible says he moved around in a tent looking for the city that God built. He realized that there is a spiritual place that physical wealth cannot access. A spiritual place that physical wealth, money cannot buy. There is a place in God that a man can access by spiritual stature. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 8 to 10, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not, come, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise, as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs, with him of the same promise. For he waited, pay attention to verse 10, for he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God, a man of stature, but was not moved by his word. Abraham, a man of emotional stature. We are just looking at some multi-dimensional stature, increase in stature in the life of our father Abraham. For the Bible recommends in Isaiah 51 verse 2, look up to Abraham, look unto Abraham your father and unto Isaac who bore thee. He said when I called him, I called him alone and I increased him and I blessed him. So we're just looking at the life of this man according to the scripture, looking at the life of our father of faith according to the scripture. And from scripture, we see that he was a man of stature, multi-dimensional stature. He was a friend of God. He was an intercessor. He was a prophet of God. He was a man of stature in wealth. Yes, he was a man of emotional stature. Genesis chapter 13, verse 8. So Abraham said to Lord, please, Please, Lord, let there be no strife between you and me and between my herdsmen and your herdsmen. For we are brethren. Verse 9. It's not the whole land before you. Please separate from me. If you take the left, then I will go to the right. Or if you go to the right, then I will go to the left. Abraham's emotional stature was demonstrated in his control of power and force. Oh yes, a man who had 318 trained military men with the military capacity to engage nations in battle would humbly refrain himself from getting into a banter with his younger nephew. Wow! 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 So much power, so much force under control, so much maturity in emotions. He did all he could to avoid contention and strife. He did not have any sense of entitlement that would have made him tell Lot his family history. 
Oh Lord, I remember how I picked you up from so 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 place. No, Abraham was not telling stories. Abraham did not tell Lot of how he took him and made him and, and, and took him from nobody to become somebody. Oh no, all manner of stories and just here and there that will have, have, have escalated the situation, that will have made it more problematic. Even when Lot chose the visibly greener pastures, Abraham kept to the integrity of his word. He did not complain afterwards, neither did they wish him evil. Do you know, do you know, that even when Sodom was marked for destruction, Abraham had to stand, he had to stand. Oh, emotional stature, emotional maturity. What a blessing, what a blessing, what a joy, what a, a wonderful thing. To see our father demonstrate, demonstrate stature in the spirit. This morning, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge your heart. Lord, make me a man of multi-dimensional stature. I want to be a man of stature. I want to be a friend of God. I want to be called the friend of God. I want to be an intercessor. I want God to acknowledge my calling. Acknowledge. I want God to introduce me. Introduce me as his prophet, as his pastor, as his teach, the teacher of his word, as, as an evangelist. I want God to introduce me as an apostle. I want God to introduce me as a caregiver, as a lover of his people. I want God to introduce me as a prayer warrior. I want God to introduce me to men. I don't want to be carried away with the introduction of myself. I don't want to be the one saying, do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know I'm a prophet? Do you know I'm an evangelist? No! I want God to speak on my behalf. I want God to introduce me. I want God to send men to me for me to pray for them. I don't want to force people to pray for them. I want God to send men to me that I will pray for them. Oh, and they will live. Everyone I pray for, they will live. They will live to fulfill the purpose of God. Abraham was a man of financial stature. I want to be a man of financial stature, a man of wealth, a man with an understanding of purposeful prosperity, not a man that is carried away, a man rich in stocks, rich in silver, rich in gold, and yet not controlled by it, yet not moved by it, a man blessed in this physical space, yet looking for a city that the builder and the maker is God. I want to be a man of emotional stature, a man of emotional stature, regardless of the anointing, regardless of the financial blessing, regardless of the intimacy with God, regardless of the, of the prophetic calling and the apostolic giftings and grace upon my life, Lord, I choose to mature, to mature, to grow to the fullness of the maturity that is in Christ. I want to be mature emotionally. I don't want to compete. I don't want to strive. I don't want to contend for things, the mundane things of this world. Lord, I want to be separated unto you. I want to be mature like my father Abraham. I want to be mature intellectually. That's what we call intellectual stature. Intellectual 
spiritual stature, a king in the Bible comes to mind. The Bible says Uzziah, he was increased. He was blessed by God in his days. He had engineering skills that enabled him to develop attack and defense warring engines that enhanced the capacities of his military in those days. In those days, Uzziah, King Uzziah, was a man of intellectual stature. Second Chronicles chapter 26, verse 14 and 15, the Bible says, Then Uzziah prepared for them, for the entire army, shields, spears, helmets, body armor, bows, and slings to cast stones. My God, verse 15, and he made devices, he made machines, he made devices, he made robots, he made artificial intelligence in Jerusalem, invented invention of this man by skillful men to be on the towers and the corners to shoot arrows and large stones, machines, devices, automated devices to shoot arrows and to shoot large stones. That was the first bomb, bombing missile machine. It was so powerful. That is intellectual stature. The Bible says, So his fame spread far and wide, for he was marvelously helped till he became strong. Goodness. Wow. He was marvelously helped. Till he became strong. He had intellectual stature, but lacked spiritual stature. He had intellectual engineering skills. His fame spread abroad, but he lacked spiritual stature. He became a leper because he over-exaggerated his stature and attempted to step into the priestly office that he had no capacity to handle. Second Chronicles chapter 26 verse 16 to 20. Let's read the end of this man as we round up. To establish the fact that to be a man of stature only in one dimension is a danger if you do not understand your place. Verse 2016 2nd Chronicles chapter 26 verse 16. But when Uzziah was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. For he transgressed against the Lord his God by entering the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. So Azariah the priest went in after him and with him were 80 priests of the Lord, valiant men, valiant men. And they withstood King Uzziah and said to him, It is not for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord, but for the priest, the sons of Aaron, who are consecrated to burn incense. Get out of the sanctuary, for you have trespassed. You shall have no honor from the Lord God. Wow! Verse 19, then Uzziah became furious. He became hungry and he had a censer in his hand to burn incense. And while he was angry with the priest, leprosy broke out of his forehead, a place he could not hide, before the priest in the house of the Lord, beside the incense altar. And Azariah, the chief priest, 
And all the priests took, looked at him, and there on his forehead he was leprous. So they thrust him out of that place. Indeed, he also hurried to get out because the Lord had struck him. The Lord had struck him. The stature of a person in the realms of the spirit determines what he or she is allowed to do or not do. The intellectual stature, the intellectual stature of persons is not an automatic qualification and license to undertake a spiritual responsibility. The financial stature of a person is not an automatic qualification and license to undertake a spiritual responsibility. The, the emotional stature of a person is not an automatic qualification and license to undertake a spiritual responsibility. His increased intellectual stature deceived him. He was strong in technical engineering for the advancement of his military force, but he was of no weight in spiritual matters. He was a man of no stature in the spirit. He had a false understanding of his stature. You don't take on the responsibility of a teacher of the word of God because you have a PhD in Christian religious science. No. Or you study theology. No. Independent of your educational and theological stature, you must be of spiritual stature. That is what will qualify you to be a co-laborer with the master. You don't just allocate a prophetic responsibility to yourself simply because you dream about people. Many have been struck in the spirit because they allocated to themselves spiritual roles and responsibilities that they have no spiritual capacity and stature to carry. Uzziah was deceived by his intellectual and technical capacities and stature. He forgot. He forgot. He undermined the fact that he was of paper weight. He was of no stature in things pertaining to the spirit. He should have sat to learn. Oh, he missed it. He missed it. He strayed out of order. He became leprous. Don't let your riches deceive you. Don't let your strength in one area deceive you. Desire God and desire him ultimately. Uzziah lost his kingdom. He lost his kingdom and was walked out of the temple. He was escorted straight out of the temple. And that was the end of his life and the end of his reign. Uzziah became a blockade in the realms of the spirit. In his days, even the prophet Isaiah could not see the glory of God. Look up to Abraham. Look up to a man of multidimensional stature. Look up to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah, who body. I called him alone. I increased him. I blessed him. May the Lord increase you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord cause you to experience a multidimensional increase in your stature, in your spiritual stature, in your emotional stature, in your intellectual stature, in 
your financial stature, in your relationship with God, in your relationship with men. I commend you to God this morning and to the word of his grace, able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Amen and amen. Grab your neighbor, grab somebody, let's go! Whoa. 